salutations and shit, motherfuckers. D. Carrie here again, your host for your new travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where we discuss more about what was learned and what was experienced during travel versus the monotonous how-to. So, welcome back. If you are new to the podcast, uh, take a second, follow us on the Instagrams. Uh, what is it? And by us, I mean me, because it's me. <laughs> I post pictures of my guests and my travels and shit. So uh, it's travel, the letter N, shit, and an underscore. So it's T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N, S-H-I-T, underscore. Or you can follow me, your friendly host, underscore d-c-a-r-r-i-e and that or can be and so do both also follow us at the network beats on film it's b-e-a-t-s-o-n-f-i-l-m because i'm at the beats on film network studios this week i've got a beautiful guest and before i introduce you let me just say you are very critical to my travel journey so i'd like to say thank you because when I was oh so struggling as a newbie traveler I part of well let me start with by saying part of the reason why I didn't travel until so late in my life is because I felt that travel was very inaccessible I felt like it was always going to cost so much I felt like you know I had to um have a travel agent you know and that was how everything was going to get booked And then I'm like, oh, well, if I got to have an agent, that means that I have to pay the agent fee. And it was just this daunting task that I was just not ready to, um, you know, embark on. I remember. And I have posted, um, anybody know any good travel agents? Or how do I, I don't know. I was going down some rabbit hole that I needed to not be going down. So thank you for pulling me out that hole. Because she was like, sis, stop. (laughs) <laughs> let that shit go <laughs> book it yourself trust me you'll be fine and i was and here i am i think i'm like 12 13 14 15 16 16 countries in now in like three years i'm so proud of you and a couple of new states i'm proud of me too thank You've you been places that i haven't even been yet look at you it feels so good so the the smooth and sultry voice that you hear on the mic with me <laughs> is Anissa, Mrs. Mercad. Welcome, Mercad. Merced. Merced. Okay. Girl, I've been saying your name wrong for how long you have been? <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence on Travel and Shit. Happy to do it. And thank you for inspiring the travel that got me here. I'm so, it's so <laughs> insane to see you like with the Northern Lights behind you. I just showed your picture right. to someone at work actually oh, so, yeah. last week because they were going to try to track the Northern mm-hmm. Lights down. And I was like, wait, you have to see my friend's pictures. They're amazing. You're going to think they're Photoshopped and they're not. Um, but I'm so proud of that because it's like I do feel like I was helpful in that that you part of your journey. Are. So I'm glad to see that. I'll start it with a Facebook post. <laughs> so um, this week we are definitely going to be talking about how beauty and skincare is tied into travel. Mm-hmm. So let the people know what it is you do. Let's yes. start there. So the name of my company is Pose Facial Boutique. Um, I'm on Instagram as Pose Facials, um, as well as Facebook. Um, and essentially, I'm a facialist. So you can go to aesthetic school to learn a lot of different things. Some people are brow specialists where they're saying, you know, I can make the perfectly most perfect sculpture brows. People do eyelashes, etc. So when I went to school, um, I just kind of picked what my niche was. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why, just to kind of tell a backstory a bit, the reason why I chose that is because you know I worked in a very or and continue to work in a very high pressure job um, and what I would always do is to, to make sure that I was you know making sure I get my wellness in I would go get a facial I would go and get a massage plus I always made my own products at home I had a small business at one point in time where I was making and selling products so beauty in that in the beauty industry in the whole realm in the bigger realm of things was something that I always gravitated towards I just didn't know what I wanted to do so when I went to school 
getting facials was literally like my favorite thing and I would mm-hmm. put people to sleep and I was like you know what I'm think I'm onto something here I think I can actually help people relax and kind of get back to themselves and just do something for themselves and so I decided to open a business that focuses primarily on facials and not just facials that you, you choose what you want and then that's you know you choose a facial in most spas and you kind of say yep this is what I want but they don't necessarily give you what you need right so all of my facials are customized I actually clean your skin your you know your palette so to speak um and i see what type of skin i'm working with before i decide what i'm going to use in your skin um so that's why my i think my my specific service is very niche i'm trying to take the facials out of your spa and making it just very customized to you and then also treating you like you know a person that is in need of service so i am very service oriented Mm -hmm. um you know provide you know if i have snacks i give snacks i definitely serve every single service with champagne that's kind of how we celebrate the fact you've gotten a facial and i think just you know in general people have a lot going on in the world and it's nice if you just have that one hour that's how you spend your hour to treat yourself because i think you know it's important for us to kind of take time Mm -hmm. i think that's the most important thing that you can do is take time for yourself self-care is important and it's not something that i think is um you know, something that you get when you when you have the money. I think it's something that's required because we all live very hectic day to day lives. So, and uh, I can attest to the <laughs> experience because uh, Post Facials is actually the first sponsor of Travel and Shit. Yay. So, round of applause for that. We could do a minute mark or something so that we can um, do like <laughs> uh, actual. Applause. Applause. Yep. There. Awesome. <laughs> Give me a shoulder nod or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. So. We just started clapping. Oh, yeah. There's more than there two hands in here. Yeah. No, there no, no track needed. There we go. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm so happy to be. So, um, I actually had a facial. Yes. For Misha. First of all, she's got these perfectly dainty little hands. <laughs> and they're not dainty. When I tell you they are perfect for facials, I left feeling so like you'll definitely see footage from the experience but when I tell you I felt so I'm I'm trying to find the words um like I it's just like whatever endorphins or does your body release endorphins when it's like really happy is that what the the Mm -hmm. hormone is it like it you feel the level of relaxation. like, And it happened to actually occur on a day that I had a really stressful morning. So mm-hmm. it was very much so well needed. But the champagne, the customer experience. There's a incredible customer experience from when you walk in the building. Right. First of all, it's extremely accessible. It is a... Uh, 115 Broadway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Basically in the finance district. It's um, right in lower Manhattan. So it's mad trains, mad trains. And I suggest you take a train. I mean, the parking isn't impossible, mm-hmm. but bruh, the don't do it to much, yourself. Right. The train exactly. is more accessible. You know what and I mean? it's by every train because it's literally exactly. right down the block from Century 21 and World Trade Center. So yes. you're right there. You mm-hmm. can get there from anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as you walk in the door, it's beautiful. Um, I had posted a picture a couple of weeks ago um, of me in the welcoming room, mm-hmm. I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, even the area, like once you walk in the building, sometimes you walk into a really nice building and then you go like to where you actually have to be serviced or where you're actually meant to be in the building. And then it goes downhill right. or it's the opposite. You walk into a building and it looks mm-hmm. kind of janky, but then you get to where it is you have to be. And then it's actually pretty. Mm-hmm. The whole experience. You right. did a really great job curating this. I list. appreciate that. And that's so, actually my tagline. The experience is everything. So from yes. the beginning of the door, I want you to feel like you're walking you can. into you that feel experience, like an experience that's worth worth having it's i mean like you feel like you are about to be a high end client yes and throughout the entire experience that there's a level of continuity that i definitely appreciate it i'm glad so you walk in you check in homegirl had a dog with her which i was very <laughs> i loved it cuz dogs this is my furry child I have at the front desk yes Mm -hmm. so super clutch and then you're welcomed go inside and like Anissa was saying it's there's no 
I'm going to schedule to have this because I've read what it includes and I feel like this will service me best. Mm-hmm. You choose whether I want you whether or not you want 60 minutes or 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like um, an idea of what it is. Like this is what the like what was it you said the fr- refresh. Right. So I call it. Um, so you talk about the, the post signature refresh. Yes. facial. So that's essentially, I, I feel like that's good for anyone that's one. People say a lot. I've never had a facial before. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you've never had a facial before, that's what you should be getting because it definitely gives you sort of reset your skin. Right. So mm-hmm. whatever's going on, I can, you know, take care of that. And then also kind of give you your initial analysis, t- you know, tell you what your home care should look like, et cetera, which you get that with every service regardless. I think the next level of service is I actually call it fix it all. This Mm -hmm. is where you've identified that you have some issues. So hyperpigmentation, you're dealing with dehydration. So I might say, okay, let's do some microdermabrasion. And then we might do like a peel to lift some of the acne scarring you may have. So Mm -hmm. that's a different level. And I feel that's, that's more for someone who has been there at least once. Um, but yes, I think the the first face, the facial that you had, which is the refresh and restore, mm-hmm. is one for that anyone should start. That's a beginner. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we started with like a skin analysis, like you said. Right. So you skin typed me, and you mm-hmm. figure out what it is we want to work on before just you know doing anything. Right. And let me segue into why this actually matters, mm-hmm. and why I have you here is I've always been a soap and water kind of girl. I never paid it any real mind, right? Right. Um, but when a woman gets older, she starts <laughs> to become concerned with <laughs> different things in life. Yes. And my mom has incredible skin. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to make sure that I was able to continue that part of the legacy, yes. if you will. And I'm seeing how my friends, if you will, or people that I am close to um, have not exactly been able to do that. And I don't want to just assume that because my mom has great skin that I'm going to continue to have great skin. So with all the travels that I'm doing, it's one of those things where you become aware that certain things tend to be stressors on your skin or Mm -hmm. you start to notice different things culturally that happen in other places. And then Mm -hmm. you start to wonder, Oh wow, I wonder how that's going to work on me. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you explain why skincare especially is important to people that travel a lot? Yes. So I think that skincare is important to everyone who travels because you're going to be prone to such things as dryness. Right. Um, I think the first thing you also always notice is the cabin pressure. Right. The cabin pressure in a plane is obviously very different from out outside. Right. So mm-hmm. automatically the air is false air. And yes. there's you know, they're, they're giving you know, they're, they're putting on, you know, people, you know, they have the the air coming out of those little tubes and they think it's, you know, something that's cooling them off, but all it is is false air that's just being recirculated. And so your skin is automatically kind of like, what is this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not used to being in this type of environment. Um, So you experience such things as dryness and tightness. And it's very important, especially so if you're doing long commutes, which is what I do. And I actually carry, you know, toners and spritzes with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. But especially so when you're on long commutes, the dryness in your skin is at a different level because of that recycled air. And I think even if you yeah. don't notice it, yeah. it's still it's happening. Still happening. And You're that's s- what I became aware yeah. of is that yeah, I don't still pay happening. attention right. to and stuff then, like that. And not only that, but then people, and then most people don't drink enough water mm, to stay hydrated me. in the Got first it. place. Right. I'm always afraid of having to use public right. bathrooms. So one, and then two people are on the plane. They're having a long commute. What are they doing? They're drinking alcohol because the alcohol yeah. is free because now we're out of the country. Well, guess what? You're now you're even more dehydrated and your skin is not getting hydrated. So I think, you know, um, you know, internal as well as external, you need to be hydrating in some form. So that can be in the form of like a spritz or spray. A rose water is great, but mm-hmm. I do think you constantly need to be doing that. Um you know, breakouts can definitely happen, especially so if you're going to a different climate. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, you, you 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 started off in New York and it's 10 degrees and you go to, you know, South Africa and now it's 85 degrees. Not only is the, the temperature different, but the air quality is different. That's going to have an impact on your skin. So I think knowing what the stresses are, your skin are very important. You will only get to know that as you travel, mm-hmm. like depending on your climate. But I think definitely making sure that you always have, you know, your steady base of what 
what you need to do from a day and night perspective. So having a routine is very important. And we talked a lot about that in your session where, you know, it's important to have a routine. You should be cleansing, toning, and moisturizing. If you do nothing else every single day, morning and night, wash your day off when you get home. Don't just go to bed and lay your face on your pillow. You're laying your entire day on your pillow. Think about that. And then you're just laying in it. Mm -hmm. So those things, because if you're not... like actively if you don't actively have a routine then your routine is not going to get any better when you travel yeah and oh, that's it gonna, doesn't right you're going to so, get even more lax exactly you're going to be more lax and so now your skin is now trying to react to the fact that you, you you don't do that now you're in this recycled air now you're in a different climate you haven't bought enough moisturizer you're not thinking about oh wait may, maybe i need to you know have a toner or a spritz with me or you're not even saying oh you know what i'm having an acne breakout because maybe i'm having allergic reaction to the intensity of the sun wearing sun screen mm, i know it's that. like my yeah. my number one stressor for people of color why because we've been taught in through the grapevine oh we're black we don't need sunscreen no everyone needs some sunscreen and i talk to you about uva and uvb rays all day mm-hmm. but uva rays are most prevalent and they last all year long so when it's cloudy outside and you're walking every single day then guess what you're getting all of that radiation it is actually radiation that's feeding into your skin um and so if you're traveling someplace else that has a lot of sun and you don't have on sunscreen and you normally you know what i don't wear sunscreen anyway then you're just damaging your skin skin the sun is beautiful but it is very damaging mm-hmm. to us so the lighter you are the harder it is for, for your is the harsher it is on your skin but everyone needs at least some level of barrier i think against the sun as well do you suggest like the same sunscreen you use for your body, for your face? No, or? I do not. Oh. I do not. Um, so I think it, I know there are, I I personally never have done it. I just feel like, it's, think, it's just like washing your body and washing your face. You shouldn't even be, like if you're using like a cloth, you shouldn't be using the same cloth on your face that you're using your body for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. I kind of use the same thought process, right? There are very specific ingredients that are um, that are used in something that's for your face. And okay. so I think you need to actually be using something that's meant for your face. And you'll you'll know based on the brand, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't think it matters the brand. I mean, the consistent consistency of it, depending on what the brand is, might be different. Um, so some are definitely better than others. Um, but I think the you know the fact that you're choosing something that's 15 SPF to 25 SPF is good enough. But you need to okay. be applying that. But definitely one that is made for your face. I think that it should be one that's made for your face. I just would never when I think about things that you spray on, they're just too sticky. You don't want your skin to feel sticky. Right. So I think that's, that's made that way for a specific reason. Okay. So I definitely would, would, would not want to be using the same type of SPF on your face and body. Okay. So I know there's a multitude of them out there. So you can definitely find different. And see, that's for someone that's actually looking for that. It's true. But I tell you what, a quick Google search will bring you anything. And Sephora is your friend. Yes. Sephora is your friend. I love Sephora for anything that you want to try out because you can get a sample. So you can literally walk in Sephora and ask them for a sample of anything. A sample of anything. I mean, you you have to be reasonable, right? If it's something that's a face spray, you're not going to get that in a tiny sample. But you can still spray it on your face. You can Mm -hmm. spray it on your hand. You can use any product that you want to in Sephora Mm -hmm. and just see what it it feels like. So if they have a um, SPF that you want to try and you want to like, you're saying, oh, this is, I can spray this. I wonder how this feels. Just spray it. See what it feels like. Maybe you'll like the consistency, or maybe you or won't I'll like hate it. the scent, or you'll hate the scent. So then you don't buy that, right? And you can ask them, any, and you can ask questions, right? So again, if you're going to be invested in your skincare, I think questions are mm-hmm. something that you need to have. Sort of, you need to focus on on those questions. So you can walk up to someone as a foreign and say, "I'm looking for SPF for my skin type. I have, you know, normal to dry skin. Mm-hmm. I want something that's not too cakey, something that I can put on easily, like after my makeup. What do you suggest?" Okay. They're all estheticians. That's what they're there for. They should be licensed estheticians. I was about to say. They should be oh. licensed estheticians. I shouldn't say they all are because I'm pretty sure perhaps there's instances that they're not. Because I'm looking at some of them like... They may not be. But I think you can tell also through the conversation whether or not they... They know what they're talking they about. They're talking or they're at about. least comfortable. They're comfortable. Talking cause, about... Because may, maybe they're not an esthetician, but, they're, but they work at Sephora, so they're comfortable with the products. And okay. they know the, the consistent things that are being used in the market. Mm-hmm. So, or you would hope from people coming in and asking the same types of questions. Right. So I, I, why not do that? But yeah, I think that's important. And that goes for any skincare product, by the way. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a cleanser, you're looking for a toner, you're looking for a moisturizer. Go to Sephora. Try it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can That's not sponsored, things. by the way. 
Just putting that out Not there. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So secondary question. Mm-hmm. What have your travels mm-hmm. done to inspire, say, uh, certain products that you use mm-hmm. or um, certain ingredients that mm-hmm. you seek out for products that you're using mm-hmm. or just um, different methods in cleaning face cleaning faces and facial mm-hmm. cleansing mm-hmm. if you will i think just overall for wellness um traveling to um like bangkok for example or traveling to Chiang mai um seeing different levels of ingredients mm. so things that you use in your body that are also go- good for your face for example turmeric turmeric is before used. i yeah. forget i'm sure. sorry to cut you off no worries. one of the things that i've realized is that even when it comes to things like food other countries have different regulations on their products than we do absolutely and it's like you can what was it i think it was something that i'd seen as simple as like kfc or Mm -hmm. it was something basic that we have here that we are allowed and other countries have banned it like you're not allowed to use yeah Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then stuff like their version of let's just say pizza has four ingredients mm-hmm. where ours has like 17 mm-hmm. it's just like what mm-hmm. they're, they're all i think especially when you start going to the countries like for example like i was mentioning Chiang Mai, you're talking about old world right mm-hmm. i mean they're updated obviously they're not considered a third world country but you're talking about a country that is you like someone is making a soup for you with all of the natural ingredients for like one dollar you're yeah. like they just cut up vegetables for me and they did all this for a dollar like this is slave labor like i feel bad even asking this yeah. old man to make me make me a soup that being said, the spices they use, they also use on their skin. Turmeric, if mm-hmm. you look here and like what's in the industry. So um, there is a skincare line called Cora Organics. And I forget the actress's name, and I should know this because um, it's very related to her name. I think it's Miranda, Miranda Keir. Kerr, Kerr, I don't know, can't Good pronounce guy. her name. But Never she has a skincare line. And I, I'm, when I see celebrity skincare lines, I'm kind of like, okay, right. whatever. However, when I look at her ingredients, I was quite impressed. She's using turmeric in a scrub, which I was like, that's very interesting because that's something that you would find in Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, she's using, you know, things such as... Um, I'm trying to remember, like Himalayan sea salt. Okay. Right? So those are things that you're using in your food, and it's something like a well, almost almost like a wellness food in other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just in travel, ingredients is what is what you kind of become more aware of, right? right. Because, one, the ingredients that are outside of the United States are so much fresher. Mm-hmm. I remember getting, you know, like turmeric and bringing it back from just traveling and the level of level of what the powder was here versus that I can never get that again so you can never have the food can never taste exactly the same so the same thing I think goes for you know skincare right um and then also I think a lot of what I think about is how a certain ingredient is going to affect people of color right that's very obviously important to me um because I feel like again we don't you know, we're born with this thought process, and, and I'm not saying it's like, listen, no black don't crack. Listen, black can crack. Mm-hmm. It really I've can. Seen it crack. It can crack <laughs> if you're not taking care of it. You can. It's just like you're abusing something to the point. At some point, it's going to break down. Right. So I think we don't think about skincare in the same way. Where mm-hmm. someone that's much lighter than us, a Caucasian person, is constantly thinking about moisturizing because they don't want to have that effect. And unfortunately, maybe through their genes or the fact that they've been in the sun, that's going to happen regardless. Right. But because we don't think about it, I think that's why I'm trying. My education in what I'm doing, I think it's going to be more about think about this because it is mm-hmm. important. Um, so I do think in traveling, definitely so with the ingredients. How I look at ingredients is very different, both for skin and what I'm putting into my body for, from a wellness perspective overall. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that definitely travel is impacted. Okay. For me. Mm-hmm. So what kind of travels have you done? Because I know that when people hear people talk about traveling mm-hmm. they wonder oh where have you been well, what, what kind of okay. what is your idea of travel you've been in atlanta um, you've been in miami that's what you that's no. you going places so i and that's no shade to people that go to no miami shade. or and no, atlanta nothing but, i'm gonna say is gonna be shady however i would say like my but, baby travels are like you know dr mexico that was like what i consider like my baby travel mm-hmm. right um whereas when i went to for example like i said bangkok Chiang Mai, phuket those were where i i really felt like and I spent like three weeks there, and nice. that was that was our that was my husband and I. That was our first anniversary trip mm-hmm. to ourselves, and like where I got to stay in like three different countries within 
one specific, you know, area of the world in Asia was like an amazing experience. And it was just so different. Like in Bangkok is like New York. Whereas if you go to Chiang Mai, you're looking at all the temples and you're, okay. you can actually go and pray. And I actually met a monk and like saw like, you know, like how he prays. And so that I think was, those are life changing things that happen. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, being in Barcelona, I told, think I told you this. Yeah, um, I was really stressed out from a job that I had years years ago and I treated myself that was like one of the first times that I really was like I'm getting the hell out of here just because I deserve to get out of here and I told my husband this and we were we were dating but we weren't engaged or anything yet but I literally was like okay I'm, I'm going to Barcelona I booked the trip like eight days before I had never I just knew it was like a friend of mine had went to Spain and mm-hmm. I was like where did you go and they were like oh I went to Barcelona and I was like okay I don't anything about Barcelona okay whatever flight $1,700 I don't care like I'm, book- I'm booking it right and like just traveling alone was like it's an entirely it, that was an entire like going to see La Glada Similia okay um, which is the church that's in Barcelona mm-hmm. that is made by that was actually constructed by Gaudi who is an amazing architect which is now one of my favorites like just tra- not even knowing who he is but seeing that church and saying oh there's other buildings that he's constructed that are in Barcelona and taking myself on a tour just to find his buildings not knowing anything about anything just right. doing it feeling it feeling it the being part of it is why I think I think I think personally travel is extremely important because of that because when you're in that you don't know what you're learning until you leave mm-hmm. you're just in it you're being it happens and, and then it happens. you realize and you're like right then. then you realize oh wow I'm looking up a book for Gaudi I didn't even know who the hell Gaudi was before I got there mm-hmm. right when I when I see anyone traveling to Bangkok I'm like oh you should go to these three places this mm-hmm. is a hot you know it's 110 degrees make sure that you know like you, you have a change of clothes things like that you just necessarily wouldn't know something interesting when we got off the plane in bangkok the first like board like bulletin that i saw was something that was called i wish i could remember the name it was something like stay white or something they're trying to stay as white as possible and basically it was a bleaching cream but there was a huge huge billboard for it in the airport and that I, we saw it the entire time we was th- we were there, and it was literally about you bleaching, like basically keeping your face as white as possible. I saw that billboard everywhere in Asia, that and then I realized, yes, but that also made me realize that colorism is not just limited, which we know, but you don't normally right. see it that outright. It's not limited to black and white. There, it's that you are a dark mm-hmm. Asian person, like person of Asian descent, versus you need to be lighter than that. To and I heard, I don't remember where or who posted it. But one of, damn it, now it's going to bother me who had mentioned it, but it was, do you consider Asian women women of color? Yes. And someone of, you know, a woman, an Asian woman had commented, yes, we do consider, well, I don't know. She said we, but I don't know if she speaks for all of them. Mm -hmm. Because again, I don't speak for all black women when I definitely reference my black women. But um that many of them do consider them themselves women of color because so, they're not Caucasian. That's where they that's where they consider it. I'm a woman of color. That's mm-hmm. how they. That's how the view was. I think I saw when and I can traveling. see then how mm-hmm. they are afflicted by the same ethnocent ethnocentric, uh, not ethnocentric, uh, Eurocentric um, dogmas mm-hmm. that other women of color, black women yeah, of color in their own culture. Whereas do we have the same thing where we talk about light skinned women and dark skinned mm-hmm. women? It's the same thought process, and it was White so it was so interesting how I was just like, so you talk about does travel impact like what you do? Like, I wasn't in school then; I wasn't thinking about being a facialist then. But I think back to that, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. So if I could help women of color and broaden that spectrum, I'm helping a whole lot of yeah other other people that are dealing with affliction because guess what someone that's a woman of color that is an asian woman or a woman of color that's an indian woman it still has hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. right so my thought process in terms of who i can service is very much more expanded yeah it's gotten much broader pers- right it's broader because of those lessons that i learned i think just not even knowing they were lessons at the time mm-hmm. so i think those are my i think those are my my lesson type of trips um other places I've traveled, I went to do. We went to Dubai. So my husband and I planned planned um, a honeymoon to go to Greece. But then what we did was we saw a deal for Dubai. No, we, we saw a deal for Dubai, and mm-hmm. it was happening literally the same time we were planning our wedding. 
and it was like a $400 deal. That's why I was like, just go ahead and book. But it was like a glitch. So we went to Dubai and Greece in the same, like within like five months of each other. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, we've been, I think point being is we've, we've been enough places where I feel like, you know, I definitely have my travel legs, but mm-hmm. You know, there's all there's just so many places to go that I'm just the world is the world so is so big. So that's every, what makes me so excited I know. about it. So every it doesn't so now, have to end, right? So my only challenge is I want to go every place. Now we're damn it. How much time? How much vacation time can yes. I get? <laughs> so we just try to make sure that you know when we go someplace, I like to go for two weeks if I can because I feel like okay. I need to experience everything. If we can't, it's fine. But I do like to um, at least twice a year we like to get out of the country. Okay, but we have funny enough been trying to focus on local trips because for example there's so much to see I know and it's terrible because all we, we always think about travel as having to be, be external yes but last I think I mentioned this before we started the started speaking we went to LA last year for New Year's and I was pregnant at the time oh I remember those pictures yes girl I had such, spicy I was like like uh, like the weather mm-hmm. and the people and just how laid back things were the beach and if you weren't on the beach then you had like you know the strip in you know downtown LA just doing that and jumping around was mm-hmm. like us jumping across three countries. Yeah. So I'm trying to, which I think we're, 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 I think we've come to the point where we're kind of like travel is travel. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm going to, to DC, that's a different thing. But mm-hmm. if it's someplace I haven't been, then it's travel. And that's one of the things that was kind of um, brought up in, I think I mentioned it in the last episode. I'd gone to a, um, travel event Mm -hmm. if you will hosted by uh, an insurance company and the beginning half of it was insurance related and I missed like a part of it not really that interesting but then there was a young lady that was discussing um, HR and travel and how people of color and then people who don't necessarily identify on a very binary scale have different uh, things to consider in terms of taking a job that offers them a position abroad, Absolutely. whether it be um, someplace where homosexuality is punishable by death or if mm-hmm. it's punishable just by jail time mm-hmm. um, and just other places where you your safety is just in question, mm-hmm. depending on how you identify. Yep. And she had kind of started. Well, it had started with, you know, a discussion on that and then kind of segued into um, or was it another speaker? There was uh, the gentleman that founded Dipaways, which is kind of a, I guess, like a luxury vacation package offering service, mm-hmm. or if you will. Mm-hmm. And he was basically saying how we had touched about upon it a little bit earlier when I was saying, like, you know, where you travel, like, have you been to Atlanta? Have you been to Miami? Mm-hmm. Where those are your stereotypical hotspot destinations where when people of color when black people say oh I'm going someplace or I go someplace these are the places that they've been right Mm -hmm. and it's not to bash um, I don't want to say internal destinations but destinations within the country Mm -hmm. it's not to bash these areas as if there's nothing to be gained from going to these places because ultimately the difference in traveling someplace like that and then going someplace like um, Chiang Mai is where the, the I don't want to say the level of or the number of, but just being black abroad is so foreign to so many people mm-hmm. so far away. And you will definitely get that when people are staying. Like when we were in Greece and we were on the speedboat on the way to Santorini's, people were looking at us like, who are, like they had never seen black mm-hmm. people before. And they have to automatically assume like when they that see we're rich. that. Exactly. They think we're rich. They that you're we rich were... or you're somebody famous. Yeah. And it's because they don't necessarily have the same grasp on blackness the way people in Miami do the way people Mm -hmm. in you know Atlanta do Mm -hmm. whereas like these are places where there are tons of black people Mm -hmm. but when you go to a lot of these foreign destinations one of the things that was brought up is that seeing black people abroad it's got that level of they're only going to see what the media kind of um portrays of black people and that was also another point that the young lady uh that had spoke about the uh hr aspect of blackness abroad was um that you can be accepted in terms of doing great work but when it comes to like the social aspect of it they may not be you know as readily welcoming to having uh you know a 
women of color as a friend because of the way women of color are often portrayed in the media in terms mm-hmm. of like it, whether it be reality TV mm-hmm. or whether or not it be um, uh, like social media accounts that mm-hmm. are highlighting, if you will, a lot of the negative issues. But anyway, I say all that to say um, going to places that aren't necessarily confined within our own country, I think heightens that awareness that we out here. You know what I mean? It heightens that awareness that we are out here. And then, and then I think it heightens your awareness that this is this is outside of what I know. Yes. This is what outside I'm used to. And mm-hmm. I think that's where you have growth, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I do think it's important to... Yes, take that trip to Atlanta, but also book that trip to Dubai, mm-hmm. right? The one place I, I, I should be, I'm like tapping myself on the hand for because I haven't been to South Africa yet. And my best friend is in South Africa literally every year. So we're definitely going at the end of this year. Okay. Um, but I do think, you know, in going through to different places where it's not your norm, that's where your real growth is. Yes. From a awareness perspective, from this is a different culture, different food, the air the air is different. The way people, like you said, the social norms, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. I'll give you an example. I was in Dubai. I had to of course you have to think about how you're dressed mm, one girl. morning and I was in the hotel so I'm not I'm not thinking I have to be fully dressed I come downstairs I was fully like I had put a, a head garb on because I was just wearing them out there just because I was like it, first of all it was hot second of all listen I have an afro anyways I'm just wrap it up and had on a dress that was up to my knee but when I went down to breakfast everyone had on, on the dress that was down to their ankles and I was like I'm going upstairs to change mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to think about that in Atlanta so that's right. what I mean like those things you don't even when someone asks me what is it like to go to Dubai it's not just about the picture at the temple. It's about you really do have to have an awareness of so, where you yeah, are. Social acceptable. Right. S- social acceptability. Right. I realized how much of an American I am mm-hmm. when I went to um, Casablanca. Mm. Um, I was anticipating going to see some of the temples and... Um, not tem- are they called temples over there? The mosques. mosques I was yeah. going to see. Um, I oh, knew that I was going to go to. I, I tried forgot to do what that. it's called. And I was aware that it is socially acceptable for women to have basically their knees and elbows covered. Mm. And so I was going through my shit, like through my clothes, and I'm like, yo, I don't have nothing to wear. Yes. Like when it comes time for summer. I'm all skin. Me too. I, I had am. To, I had I cutoffs, uh, midriffs. Yes, me too. T-shirts, Same. tank tops. I like had, I never had so many. So many. Um, what do you call them? The summer dresses. Oh, maxi dresses. I never had so many maxi dresses in my life. Was and how many scarves did I have? I have all my scarves from traveling to to foreign countries. Yeah, I ended up having to <laughs> buy like lightweight long yes. sleeve shirts you better and I'm like they will look at you like you're crazy and, and you will be like arrested. you just want to be respectful for the people to the people that live there yes. it's just like you i find it very ridiculous and it's i feel like it's one of those like syndromes of being like an american if you will where you just expect to be able to do what you do at home when you mm. go other places like like North these Korea, kids yeah who unfortunately same that, it was a yeah. it was a very sad story and very sadly but but why are you going to someone's country? I feel like that and, and having it with this type of behavior possibly like, been prevented. Of course, had um, I don't know what his travel history is, whether or not he, was he young. had traveled before. Yeah, young would, kids are stupid. He, kids are stupid anyway. First of all, he was young. Before. He probably had been doing pranks like this in the you know just mm-hmm. in his regular dorm, whatever, and it was like not a big deal. And again, he's thinking in the confines of the United States. This is North Korea. They are not playing with you. Honestly, though, I think that had a lot to do with whiteness as well. Oh because, yeah, because privilege played a yeah, huge part in that. That's um, th- I'm gonna the majority so, like my parents are gonna be able to get me out of this, mm-hmm. and that is not. They do not mm-hmm. care about your parents. Because I'm elsewhere. thinking of because my daughter would never do that, right? And I she think it's never. not just whiteness, but more so privilege. Privilege. Because I'm thinking if he even were a rich kid of color, yep. It's likely process. that he may have thought or yeah. she may have thought that as well. But depending on at what level of privilege they were at, mm-hmm. his or her parents would definitely have instilled, you're still a little black boy or this, you're still a little black a girl. You can't act the same way mm-hmm. your friends who aren't black can act. And I think regardless of what type of money you raise your kids with, parents that have come from 
not having at some point or parents that have come from an experience where those things mattered, which is like all of them, mm-hmm. um, kind of instill that is not necessarily the primary function of how their child is to act, but as a mm, they have the conversation. Aware. Yes, they have the conversation. That level of awareness is yeah is brought up. I think um, so. My daughter is she's twenty two. She mm-hmm. started traveling on her own already, and um, I before she had her first I love trip, that she's going so early. Child, she is going. She's out of here. She has the money. She saved up a little bit of money. She's out of here. But I tell you what, before she go anywhere, I'm out here. Like, let me tell you what. Don't look at nobody hard. Don't breathe in nobody hard. Don't act hard. Stop it. Like I give her all the things. I'm not. First of mm-hmm. all, I'm not coming to get you. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. coming to get you. Don't be out here embarrassing me and don't embarrass this household. You know the rules. Somebody say something to you that's of authority, you listen because they will arrest you, put you in jail, and I cannot help you. So I have those conversations with her before mm-hmm. every trip. She's taking this like I think she's on her third trip now. And I'm Go telling ahead, you, baby. I have those I have those conversations with her before she goes. And she's kind of looking at me like, Ma, why are you telling me this? And I'm like, I'm telling you this so that I know I did my due diligence. Yeah. So that it's not a question of what well, I didn't know. Hindsight, yeah. No, damn, I should have told her. Mm-mm, there's none of that. I'm not taking. I sent her a whole list of all the things she is not to even. I said, and I use examples. You see the boy from the, you see the boy from North Korea. Mm-hmm. His parents cannot save him. I don't care if you only going to Mexico. They chop people up in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Do not leave that they resort. Do it at a lot of different. Places. Don't leave it. Don't leave the resort because that's not. It depends on your location. That's not a resort for you to be leaving wild and free. You stay on that resort. It's all inclusive. Stay in your your ass in the all inclusive space. You is not. If you you have are to not, pay for it. Right. You don't need to be there. You ain't. You are not <laughs> to be going out of the all inclusive space talking about. Oh, let's go and look at the jungle. No, no, no. If it's not a paid trip that is sponsored by the hotel, do not you let those guys there. on the beach that are like, oh, I have something for you. No, yeah. they're not sponsored that by the hotel. And I think talking about the next generation, if you're not a traveler, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a guy on the beach. He's going to tell you it's cheaper than a hotel. You know why? Because he's not sponsored by the hotel. He could take you anywhere. Do not let him take you anywhere. If it's not through the hotel, you can't go. Yeah, there's that's, yeah. And I think sometimes at a young age, you haven't really learned how to trust your gut and trust your yeah. instincts. And she's traveled, and but she's never had to make a decision. We yes. would make those decisions for her, so it's still a new experience. Yes. Right? And I feel like at that's something that would definitely would wor- worry me about yeah. somebody traveling young. It's like, yep. have fun, have the experiences, but you still don't have that piece of... Mm-hmm. It hasn't developed as well as it you don't, has you, in your adulthood. You don't trust yourself enough to say if someone yeah. in Because there's group, grown people yeah. that still haven't developed exactly. that fully. Right. So imagine the whole... Oh, and then I if know what I was if, thinking at 22. And if you have friends that are with you and you're traveling, everybody's like, come on, let's go. Oh, it's going to be good. But see, the good thing about my daughter, she don't play that man. She'll be like, that's fine. I'll see y'all later. Mm. Bye, my mom. Because I'm going to have to explain like, you know, to my mother. Play with it. My mother would be like. That's exactly how I was with nope. a lot of my decision making processes mm-hmm. when I was younger. I was like, Curly, don't play that. She's probably watching. I can't see that far. <laughs> hey, ma. Oh, I Hi. see my Nana. I think that's my Nana. I think I can see the picture. Hey. It looks like an ally. I see my Uncle Earl. <laughs> hey, everybody on Facebook Live. Thanks for watching, hey, guys. guys. You gave a little shout out on the. Um, I really can't. I think it does say Lee Davis. I think that looks like granddaughter from here. Hi, Grandma. Love you. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I know that a lot of my decisions when I was younger were made. Curly, don't play that. Mm. My mother's not with the shit. My daughter knows better. Knowing, I'm not even asking for permission to do this because I already know that she's going to tell me no because mm-hmm. this sounds like some foolishness. It Have like, fun. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Call me and let me know how it went. But all that, all that being said, what is in store for pose like yes so i think so what's in store is one i'm going to obviously continue to grow um i think i want to definitely grow organically word of mouth i think you know it's great if you have like a celebrity shout out and you have like you know you're posted somewhere and you know you're in in a you know a magazine i think that's great but i for me i just want to make sure that i am providing a full experience for people right Mm -hmm. i think if i'm going to be of of service of anything that i do it's going to be you know, educating, um, especially so for people of color. I accept, obviously, all people, right? But for people of color, I want to educate us about our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I want us to treat, which I think is my bigger goal, wellness as something that is a necessity and not something that you just do when you just need to feel good. I think that's really yeah. the message that I like to kind of get across to the entire world if I can. Because if you only take care of yourself when you break down, then you're broken, mm. right? Damn. Good you're point. broken. 
So I think we need to be like anything else. You may you have maintenance on your car, even if you don't need maintenance. You pay insurance, even though you may never get into an accident. You mm-hmm. kind of have to think of your skincare as a daily vitamin that you need to you need to be you know kind of taking you need to be taken care of. Um, so I think education is definitely going to be key. Making sure I give people a full experience, you know, not just something that I'm just taking your money, right? I want to mm-hmm. make sure that you understand like why I'm saying the things I'm saying, right? Um, making sure that. Along with that, that you are getting like the champagne and giving you like a little nosh and nice champagne, you know, and then giving you a little nosh because you might have just like you said, you were coming off that day where it was just like you just have a really hectic morning. Yeah, I want to be able to kind of connect with you and say, let's bring this down a bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Without even knowing that you had a hectic day, that was my goal before That's you even happened. got there. Right. <laughs> goal accomplished. Exactly. So, um, and might I mention the aftercare report? Yes. Where you actually sat and explained to me why X step is important in right. a routine. Why what product yeah. is that skincare you know, has an actual order of events? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. People don't know that. They're like, oh, I'll just throw everything on. No, no, no. You yeah, need to put wash on this before and put on some lotion. Yes. No. Not exactly. So that matters, right? So that cute, matters. Cute, cute, nice try. Right. Here's what you should be doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how we exactly. would do that. <laughs> so I think, um, you know, in, in being authentic and really wanting, really loving what I do, I mm-hmm. think that you know, that message will come across and people, you know, that's where I'll get my, essentially my clientele. Um, So I think just in terms of growth, um, I like to do so organically. Word of mouth is fantastic. I think that's where I kind of want to be in the next like phase of, of this, of the business. Um, And then we'll see, you know, who, who knows? I may be, you know, be the facialist for, you know, I don't know, New York fashion week. They might need a facialist on top of having someone that is doing um, makeup. Right. right, because skincare is first before you do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't want to have to correct right the skin all the time. Like if you exactly. just take care of the skin, makeup a lot is of secondary. It doesn't have to be Listen, corrective. Exactly, I love makeup. I think makeup is great. My lips are purple. I don't know if anyone can see this here. I stay with a red or purple lip. I have big lips, big black woman lips, and Amen. I lo- and I and I love. And I when I was little, I hated it, and now I love it. Yes, everybody, that, everything that I have, Herbert everything Driscoll that I have, everyone is paying me. for. And I used to get teased all the time. Big button, a smile, tease for my lips, tease for my butt, and everything I have, everybody wants. So I'm all for makeup, mm-hmm. right? But I do think your skincare, skincare is first. Yeah, that's what and people... you don't want to have to be living through a filter for the rest of your life. <laughs> I get it with social media. I get it, but do you want your skin to always be a filter? Her, like no. can you just it's have good skin please right it doesn't it's not practical it's not right and when someone sees your real life they're like catfish. they're yeah. like mm, I, that's not what you look like sure ain't and that's it's not, not what you look last like forever and it doesn't last forever your skin is forever it is the largest largest organ on your body mm-hmm. it's not like no not your heart not inside outside your skin is the largest organ of your body so i think you know i want to get the message out in terms of making sure that you treat it like a necessity and then i'm going to expand to body treatments which mm. is going to be introduced in the spring something that people don't think about like the areas that you may not necessarily think about but you need to be thinking about like back facials mm-hmm. you wear your your back out sure do right but then you realize mm, oh yes. i have a lot of marks on my back mm. oh my goodness if i have you don't notice have, we notice like you know why cuz you're not exfoliating your back sure not. you can't get to your back you're like Putting soap back there, right. hoping and yeah. hoping in vain it's gonna get it's gonna get washed. <laughs> right, you if hit you the go, couple of spots right. and then like let it exactly just let it slide down, on right. down. Like no, honey, that that has to be that's an that's an area of concern for people because then mm-hmm. when they go to put on their local dresses, they have like acne. Yeah, and they because they because they can't get to it, and mm-hmm. I understand acne that. or discoloration, exactly, or um, exactly just spots. And right, exactly. So I'm gonna be dealing holistically with your skin. So when I say pose facials, yes, that's the the name of the of the brand, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be looking at your entire landscape. So introducing body treatments um, starting this spring. Um, also, and I've been doing this, but I'm introducing it now as a as as of an official service. Beards. Let's talk Ooh, about yes, beards. Yes, yes. Let's talk about men with beards. These guys have the best looking beards, and it is dry as all hell underneath that beard. They are not taking care of the skin. It's skin under there, guys. Yes. It's skin. You, a, you still have a face. You still have a face. First of all, people ask me, do you do men? Do you have a face? If you have a face, the I The customer like, after me, <laughs> yes. the client, I yes. don't want to say customer, but the client after me was a man. It was a man. Yes. Yeah, so and I said, walked out and he was sitting there. Yes. Like, and it's funny because. Like, bro, you about to love it. Exactly. In <laughs> and it was funny because he said, man, I meant to get a shave. I don't know if you deal with beards. And I was like, is there skin under your beard? Of course I deal with beards. And mm-hmm. he loved it. So I have 
a product brand that I think a lot of like a lot of it might know about um, that I'm going to be introducing just to make sure to use that and especially so for men of color because you know I've, this can, the beard can mm-hmm. be a little rough make sure it's nice and soft I'm exfoliating in between your beard I'm mm. getting really getting in there so you're not just like taking care of things on the surface right um, so that's going to be, be definitely something that I'm introducing that's new as an official um, product offering um, and then Later on, I would say later on this year, I'm going to be doing, again, body-wise, introducing more body body services, so such so as, like, full body scrubs. Okay. So I kind of need, like, the space I'm at now is great, but I think I may be changing space, which that won't okay. change anything because I'm not going to be moving. I'm not going it's, to – it's not going to be – um, it's going to be negligible in terms of like where I am versus where I may go. Gotcha. Right. I'll depend. It depends. So I'll see mm-hmm. how things go in terms of like location. But um, once I can get a location that has like possibly like a sauna or mm. someplace where I can actually offer that full body treatment, I'll be offering more body treatments. Um, and then something I, I can do now, which I'm introducing also in the spring, is going to be a decollete facial because this is actually part of your neck which should also be part of your skincare on facebook live so decollete. i never even heard of the decollete, name decollete. Yes. that is basically your upper chest like yes, your, your upper lower chest. neck and your upper yes. chest now picture the woman right your collarbones all oh, the way out just feels your, nice your, your clavicles are right you, you so you, so you see how ni- how that would feel so i'm going to introduce not only the facial oh, just in this space but what? also massage so you can imagine, imagine when you see women and they have the most beautiful face, but everything down here wrinkles. Bruh, I was watching somebody on somebody's show in the morning. You can always the morning, tell the age of a and woman yes, based on her it's like and this Some of them area. will spend all of that money to get this tightened up and that Botox and this, and then they spend all this time and detail and the mm-hmm. makeup can be flawless, but she's got like a low or a, you you know, a crew and it's just like sad. Or you, the, yes, the neck is because just, Because everything ooh, is yeah. up. Remember I told you, everything for sure women did. is up. Right, everything for men is down. Why? Because of facial hair, and that's the way facial hair grows. Oh. It's different the way you treat it. It's different the way I give a facial for a man or a woman in terms of the direction, okay. specifically for facial hair. But point being is, I'm going to be introducing. Oh, I have introduced once I've sent because people contact me for the menu of services, mm-hmm. and I've been including that in the the updated menu is the decollete facial where I actually give you a full all massage. I'm lifting things up. I can re, you know do the same things I'm doing with your face where if you have hyperpigmentation, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. use treatments that treat that. You know, we're lifting to make sure that we're not ha- you know having the sagging going on. So treating that area is something that I'll be offering. I'm offering now as well. So yeah, Look we're gonna, growing. Um, yeah, gro- listen, growing is showing. Um, so that. it's definitely going to be, I think, a process of just me saying mm-hmm. where the areas that can be treated, and again, yeah, where's we, the need? Where's the need, right? So um, I think you know, especially so for the back, the beards, and a decollete mm-hmm. um, going into spring, especially so right. where people are going to be changing. Their facial hair. People are going to be changing what they their wear. Wardrobe. Their yep. wardrobe. I thought that'd be good Sun's to introduce out, it. Spins out. Exactly. So um, I thought that'd be good to introduce now, going into the spring. Um, and like I said, as as I grow, I'll introduce additional mm-hmm. additional treatments. So speaking of offerings, mm-hmm. uh, there's a special offering for <laughs> listeners. Yes, there is of travel and shit. So. I'll let you announce it. Yes. I'll let so, you announce it. So um, yeah, as yeah. the first sponsor of Travel and Shit, um, I am offering um, anyone who contacts me, um, and I think you can put this on the Facebook. Or, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, so I will put um, the information to, to receive the menu of services. Um, and once you contact me um, and just mention Travel and Shit from now through the entire month. So literally from the date that we actually post It'll be the 14th. It'll be the 14th. uh, Thursday's the 14th. So the 14th of this month through the 14th of next month, I'm going to give 15% off to first-time facials. So feel free to take advantage of that because I'm only giving it to travel and shit. All my regular customers are are paying full price. (laughs) So, so yes, mention travel and shit. I'm dancing on the podcast Um, now. Yes, and, um, you know, mention travel and shit. You know, make sure you send me an email to request them in your services. Um, I know we talked about this a little bit offline, but right now um, I am sending people many of your services upon request. Just mm-hmm. so that helps me keep more connected in terms of who exactly is requesting it, like who my customer is. Because it's a boutique service. It's a boutique service. 
wasn't I like not going for everybody to, and everybody is yeah. not for me. So I'm a, I'm totally fine with dealing with people via email. Mm-hmm. So if you email me, I'll send you the menu of services and then you can decide what you want, request, you know, your service and we'll set a day and time and it's very quick. Um, so yeah, so I think once you put that information of my email and it's, it's just, it's honestly very simple. It's info at postfacials.com, but you'll put it in the comments or notes. Yeah, it'll definitely be in Mm -hmm. the, um, episode description, but I know that the episode description, uh, I don't think it's accessible from SoundCloud in the app. Okay. I know it's accessible if you're on the computer. So if you're listening to this on your phone, this way you don't have to look for it. Just uh, send Anissa uh, an email at info at posefacial. Info at posefacials.com. Facials is plural. So it's I-N-F-O at P-O-S-E-F-A-C-I-A-L-S dot com. Yes. So you can send her an email requesting the menu of services Mm -hmm. and just let her know that you are um, a listener of Travel and Shit for 15% off first time facials Mm -hmm. from the date of airing, which is going to be Thursday the 14th through April 14th. Um, So in case you are, you know, new to the podcast in December, sorry, sis or sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the offering has uh, moved on, but uh, Anissa is still available for booking. However, <laughs> the discount will uh, be ending April 14th. So please make sure that you contact Anissa yes, thank you. for your services. And um, it'll be listed on um, uh, like, like I'm going to make a note of it to, you know, yep. check the podcast sure. Instagram for it because I feel like if it if you can't find like the minute mark for it then it it'll just be on the travel and shit Instagram. Right. Um so guys is there anything that you'd want to how can we find you? How about that? How do we find you on the Instagrams and the um, social medias? So the good thing is that everything is exactly the same. So Facebook posts facials and Instagram posts facials with an S. It's always plural. And that's where I am. Everything's open. You can, you know, like me, follow my page. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And again, I, I'm looking forward to giving you guys 15% off and new clients hello and don't be scared of full-time don't be scared of first-time facials i think i'm getting i'm getting a lot of first-timers where they're like i've never had a facial before i don't want somebody to mess up my skin and i'm like it's gonna be okay um people are getting married spring summer Mm -hmm. graduation 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 gifts i actually do gift cards as well just to mention that so if you wanted to get someone a gift you, you know, I send you an invoice, you pay for that. I send you the gift card. I can actually send it to you via email or I can send it with the message of your choosing and CC you mm-hmm. to the person mm-hmm. as a gift. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of do it all. I remember my mom mm-hmm. the first time because um, I remember I'd gotten uh, like I'd done like a whole spa day or something for myself. And then I was like, yo, I want to do this for my mom. So I did um, spa week. I'd done, mm-hmm. you know, a double booking for myself and my mom. Mm-hmm. But I know my mom is very particular with like her face. And like she hates people in her face. Right, right. She does not right, yeah, do yep. the whole hands in my face thing. Yep, yep, yep. So I was very hesitant to book a facial for her. And so... I waited until I'd had one done myself so, so that I see. can kind of be like, Yama, you trust me, you'll be fine. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a great experience that you're going to look past the whole someone touching your face thing. Right. And she loved it. Good. She loved Good. it. So I would definitely say to anyone that is hesitant about getting a facial because of the idea of someone's hands in their face. Her hands are clean, guys. Like, this is what <laughs> she professionally does. Yeah, no, like, sanitation is key. And I think yeah. it's funny because I think you were actually there when I was cleaning up for my next client. And you saw mm-hmm. how I was sanitizing. Yes. She gets busy, y'all. She yeah. gets When busy, I was in school, like, that totally freaked me out. So sanitation mm-hmm. is like the... No- when you're an esthetician, that's like the thing they... Mm-hmm. Harp on. It's like they're very consistent with that message. You have to be beyond sanitation that you would even think for your own home. Because keep in mind, that's a yeah. liability. Something yes. goes wrong Absolutely. and... Absolutely. So it's I am to trace where it happened, yes, you know, so no, absolutely. So no worries. There. Oh, and there's also like a when you check in, mm-hmm. like you're listing what um, if there are any allergies, yeah, like there's I a lot of that. personal information, if you will, that yeah. is requested of you. But it's also done so with the explicit note that all this is kept confidential. But yes. it's all to make sure that you are um, treated with 
products that won't give you adverse, adverse reactions, reactions. Yep. or just you like know any allergies. Like, exactly. Just like a so, doctor, I make sure I retain all information so that as a client, I know that say for example you're allergic to peanut, then mm-hmm. I have an issue because I'm gonna ha- I have, may have something in, just in the the shop itself that may mm-hmm. you may have an adverse reaction. So. I make sure that these are right. the questions that I ask beforehand. It's unlike, for a reason. Yeah. You unlike I mean? when you go to a spa, you choose the, uh, you know, choose what you want, and they just give you whatever you want. Exactly. They none of that is asked when none you of, go. None to of that is like requested. Regular... That's why you need to take the facials out of the spa because they're not looking at you as an individual person with individual skin properties. They're just looking at you as a person that they can collect money from. Correct. That's, that's why my that's why boutique like mine is needed. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And I hope you guys have like seen how, you know, travel is just much broader than getting on a plane and sitting on a beach. Like there Mm -hmm. are a lot of different ways to connect travel experiences and what you learn from and take from traveling. And I hope this was another addition to your little travel trunk, little trinket of information along the way. So thank you for listening, guys. Make sure to follow Beats on Film. Make sure to follow Travel and Shit underscore and Travel Myself underscore D Carry and Anissa at Post Facials. And guys, we will see you on the interwebs and hear us next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Let's see what's going on with the lizard.